go to the, you know, the, uh, the, like the local hardware store and you turn over that product and see where it's made from, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, it was probably made in Taiwan, mm -hmm. and then it moved to being made in, in Korea. In the last 20 years, it was made in China, and now, more so often than not, it says it's being made in Vietnam. had to pick one or two of the emerging markets that you're investing in, mm -hmm. which one do you think has the most exciting opportunity? Well, I sort of break that question into usually two buckets. Okay. One is the more longer-term structural type opportunities, and the ones that are still positive from a structural point of view, but have a lot more, there's a good cyclical entry point or something happening cyclically on a short-term basis that makes the, the, the opportunity very attractive. So on the structural side, these are what I call the, the manufacturing share gainers. So as North Asia, so this is the Koreas, the Taiwans, and Chinas have moved up that value curve, they produce a lot more you know, robotics and cars and higher value products. Income, the, the, the countries to replace those products production, which is like the Vietnams, the Bangladesh, the Cambodias, and the Pakistans. So those are the structural growers. They are gaining share from manufacturing in China. So when you go to that supermarket, you go to the you know, the, uh, the, like the local hardware store, and you turn over that product and see where it's made from, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, it was probably made in Taiwan, mm -hmm. and then it moved to being made in, in Korea. In the last 20 years, it was made in China, and now, more so often than not, it says it's being made in Vietnam. On the cyclical side, these are countries that have gone through, say, a, a tough period of weakness. So this is like the Colombias, because they got hurt by the weaker oil price, or Morocco, which was hurt from a from a weaker both weaker Europe as well as some fertilizer prices. They're kind of coming out of the bottom, and stocks are very attractive on a valuation basis. And you can, I'm finding some great opportunities of good companies that are just now trading cheap because people have simply moved on to other other markets. In the first case, um, you're finding opportunity from markets where, for example, China doesn't want to make cheap goods anymore. They want to get into the higher end. Yeah, it was part of, in my view, part of their sort of uh, very uh, focused policy back in 2009, 2010, to share the benefits of their boom with a broader population. So what does that mean? That means they've, their wages of their, of their average worker went up a lot. They were going up between 10 and 15% per year around that period up until now. And second is they wanted to be on the same stage and the same platform as the Japans and the Europe's and the U.S. And so they wanted to no longer make the plastic toys and some of the textiles. They wanted to make the, ro the robots. They wanted to make, I mean, they just launched their new, um, their new uh, aircraft carrier. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're right. soon going to be the only country with an international space station, right? So they, that's how they've really moved up the value curve. And so you see, actually, I own shares in actually Chinese companies who have moved their factories to Vietnam, right, to take advantage of, the, of not only their good logistics and their infrastructure, but at the same time, very hardworking people and, and obviously lower cost base.